0: Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by
1: Priests for Life. Well, hello. Welcome to the program. I'm Janet Marana, Executive Director of Priests for Life. And of course, today, look at this. I'm joined by our National Director, Father Frank Pavone. And we're here to announce that this week, My Just Ask Janet show is going to be very special because each and every night this week, Monday through Friday, Father Frank is going to join me and we are going to unpack this Supreme Court decision, the jobs decision that overturned roe v wade so father let's just re- refresh everyone's memory i know we were in the, i was in the studio here uh, on friday father pavone was at the national rights of life convention in atlanta georgia we were all tuned into the scotus blog because
0: we knew it was going to be a decision we day. knew uh,
1: <laughs> it was the decision day yeah, we didn't know we which we yeah. going get topped or yeah, not. Right. but let's take a look at what happened on friday
0: to go back and re watch that, we got it. it. We got Dobbs. No, back. we, got, no. Dobbs. we oh. got Dobbs. We got Dobbs. We
1: got Dobbs. you sure? We got Dobbs.
0: Yes, right here. Dobbs v. Jackson. We got Dobbs. Dobbs. We, got Dobbs. we got Dobbs. They just we got have handed down. Dobbs. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay, let's read. Held. Held. The Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Roe and Casey are overruled. <gasps> Roe is overturned! The authority to regulate abortion. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yes! Aha! <laughs> oh, praise you, Jesus! The authority oh. to regulate abortion <laughs> is returned to the people. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> The people and their oh elected representatives. Thank you, Roberts. Jesus. Roberts concurs. In yes. Six to three. We won. Woo! Crazy. Oh Let's my pray. gosh! Let's pray right now. Lord, Please. thank you because at this moment, you have answered the prayers, the sacrifices. The the, 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 the the work the of least. pro-life people for five decades, Lord God, oh God, all their prayers. And so many who have passed on before us, Norma McCorvey and Sandra Cano and Bernard Nathanson and <laughs> Nellie Gray and, and Jack Wilkie and, and so many other people, uh, Mildred Jefferson and Lord, Kelly so Schuyler. many people whose names we know, whose names we don't know, uh, 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 who have labored for this day. Who have worked for this moment? Who have prayed for this uh, outcome? Who have dreamt about it? Who have wondered how will this happen? Now, Lord, you—we see your faithfulness. We see your faithfulness at this moment. We see the answer. Uh, 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 and and and, Lord, thank you. We just thank you and we praise you. Janet, what do you think, Larry?
1: Oh, I, I'm like as they say in Yiddish, "The clumps crying." Oh my God. Uh, You know, over 30 years of my life, I've worked for this moment. Um, And I just remember, Father, before Norma passed us on the phone, talking to her and promising her we would work to see this happen. And Norma, we did it. We did it. Everyone did it. The entire pro-life movement did it. Boy, oh, boy, Father. So we will always remember... Uh, June 24th, 2022 at 10, 10 a.m. Eastern right, Time. Right, it was the second
0: decision. Second right? decision. Yeah. That
1: was the very moment. And if you notice at first, it was, there was a lot of confusion. We said um, uh, 6 to 3 and what really turned out to be, yes, they they um, voted to uphold the Mississippi law. Yes. six. Well, to well that's three. what it meant.
0: That's what it meant <coughs> when I said uh, uh, Roberts concurs in the judgment what the Here's the decision here. What it meant by the judgment was the judgment to uphold Mississippi's law. Right. So that's upheld six to three.
1: Right. And then to actually overturn Roe v. Wade and Casey, they they mentioned right, both. Right. It was five to four. Roberts, he was yeah, a little chicken. He didn't want to go that far. Well, you mm. know, let's just do Mississippi and leave it at that. But mm. praise god and president trump who appointed those three other justices we had then the five that we didn't Roberts, you know okay we didn't need you
0: we didn't need him that's right yeah, we didn't uh, need him
1: they overturned uh Roe v. wade and planned parenthood versus casey yes so this they was, sure did uh, you know and, and i think father what's happening right now in our country is all the pro-lifers of course they're rejoicing but they're getting bombarded with questions from family friends pro-life and pro-choice of of both because everyone is just very confused about what does this mean and of course when you turn on the news you don't get much clarity with the news either because they're they're spouting all kinds of rhetoric they just talk about reproductive health for women and now they can't get abortions and That's further from the truth so you know like you just said we both have a copy brothers this is the decision look at how many pages what is this Father? over 200 pages yeah yeah. 200 pages so the first question you can challenge your friends with is when they say i don't understand say well 200 pages have has anyone read the decision that's the first question has anyone read it all these experts even nancy pelosi herself and and biden have you read the decision do you know what it even says Yeah. no but Before we get into decision, I I just want to make a very simple point. What the justices did was take abortion out of the judicial branch of government and put it back to the legislative branch where it belongs. So not only does the states regulate, but Congress regulates. So that's where it is right now. Well, yes, people (laughs) should
0: use the words that the the decision used. It it is returned to the people and their elected representatives. That's federal and state level. Federal and state. So that, in other words, everyone is talking about, oh, it's going back to the states. Well, it's true, back to the states. But, also but the better, but the better uh, 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 transition to think about is courts to legislatures. Right. Unelected judges
1: to to elected, elected
0: representatives right. of the people.
1: Right. And it's actually when you say power to the people, yeah, that that's what this is about. What happened? Yeah. Because you know, before Roe v. Wade. Abortion was already legal in, in, in numerous states. Right. Uh, other states had uh, some restrictions, some had no abortion, because it was at that point the power with the people. The problem was Dr. Bordenard Nathanson, Larry Later, and the National Organization were Women, they weren't satisfied waiting for state by state to begin to regulate well, abortion. Well, there had already begun <laughs> to
0: be some change, like you said, and the decision points out that at the time of Roe, 30 30- out of the 50 states, three-fifths of the states, uh, prohibited abortion throughout pregnancy. Right. So it was a pro-life nation. There right. was no question.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and they weren't satisfied with that. Yeah. So they came up with the scheme to kind of like, oh, th- this is moving way too slow for us. We we want abortion in all 50 states, so we just got to create and fabricate a way to get there. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Roe v. Wade and Dovey Bolton were built on lies, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which we can... Get into it another time, but <clears throat> looking at the decision, Father. Um, <clears throat> first of all, Alito's document leaked over a month ago was only by the time it leaked 90 some odd pages. This is well more than double.
0: Well, that. yes, but this includes all the the concurring opinions and the dissents.
1: Oh, okay, so that's, so that's... why it
0: ends up being 213 pages. In, in fact, why don't I show on the board how this breaks down? Yeah, what are what's in all these 213 pages? Yeah, it's a pages. lot. For this. Look yeah, this thing. so let's go to the board. All right, let's um, go to the board. <clears throat> All right. So you've got the Dobbs case. Dobbs, by the way, is the state uh, health official in Mississippi. Right. People are wondering what versus who is, who's that.
1: <laughs> and know. it was versus yeah. Jackson Medical.
0: Yes. Right. And they're abortionist. And they're abortionists. Abortionist. Right. So but the opinion consists of what's called the opinion. OK, so the opinion of the court, the majority opinion it, uh, authored, like you say, by Alito, and joined in by Kavanaugh, Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, and of course, um, Thomas. So there's the five. There's the five all together to uh, reverse row. And Ju- Chief Justice Roberts. For upholding the Mississippi law, but not for reversing Roe, so that's where you get the six to uphold Mississippi. In this 213 pages, then you have a number of other um, uh, of other documents. After the opinion of the court, you have uh, Justice Thomas issuing a
1: a concurrence. A concurrence, right?
0: You have Justice Kavanaugh. Also. Who- who Kavanaugh. issued his own concurring <clears throat> opinion? Right. Okay. <clears throat> Kavanaugh concurring opinion. Then you have another document by uh, the Chief Justice, again, upholding Mississippi, but not reversing Roe. And then you have, of course, the dissenters. Oh,
1: father, you got to change the marker. Yeah, red. you got to
0: change it into red. red. Um, <laughs>
1: blood. <laughs> they yeah. have blood on their hands.
0: Right? Well, they're terrible. Um, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, so
0: the dissenting opinion.
1: Yeah, blood on their hands.
0: Of course, is uh Breyer. He leaves the court now, by the way, as this as this right. term ends, right, right? This week. He he leaves the court exits. with a terrible record on abortion. He even upheld partial birth abortion.
1: Uh
0: and Kagan. then you have the two ladies, yes, Kagan
1: and of course and Soto. The most radical of the three.
0: Okay, so that's what the that, that that's what and in in, in the, at the end of the opinion of the court, by the way, you have a very interesting um, appendix. All right, this was in we saw this in the um, leaked draft in the appendix of the opinion. You have the state laws, and we'll talk about the significance of of this, uh, which uh, were in place when the Fourteenth Amendment was ratified and shortly thereafter in the uh, mid to late 1800s because um, the other side, the dissenters, et cetera, and the other supporters of Roe and Casey, uh, claim that it's in the 14th Amendment liberty clause that they find the right to abortion. But
1: the word abortion is not even in the Constitution.
0: No, it. no, nowhere near it. Nowhere
1: near it. So, I mean, that's a little crazy. But <clears throat> I'm just curious here about Roberts, all right, uh, with uh, the Mississippi and that he didn't want to overturn Roe. So in his... Um, papers there his is still called the concurrent yeah it's, okay. it's it, yeah so what does he actually say because i know you've read i haven't read the whole thing but you have yeah what what's robert's basically saying
0: well he's saying first of all that the, what, what mississippi originally asked us to do was simply to uphold their law and he's and, and 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 he and they said oh by the way we think you should reverse Roe and casey but at the very least mississippi said at the very least just uphold our law Okay, now their law prohibits abortion prior to viability. And that that was the nub of the matter because Roe and Casey said at the center of what they were saying was that prior to viability, the state could not prohibit abortion. So you have a clear conflict here with Roe and Casey. So what Roberts was saying was, look, the court shouldn't go further than it has to go to resolve the dispute that has been brought before it and his argument and you can hear him saying this when you listen to the oral arguments from december 1st which by the way people can go back and listen to right. the recording is there we've got it uh, linked from our supremecourtvictory.com you hear him making this this argument he says oh look 15 weeks that seems like a lot of time and that is more time in fact than most of the nations in the world give the women of their country to make the decision for abortion, oh,
1: he said. All so, of Europe is only twelve. Yeah, twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. So,
0: so he was saying. Look, he said, uh, it, 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 shouldn't the legality of abortion mean, and this is what he's saying, like you say in his concurrence, shouldn't it mean that the woman has a reasonable opportunity to have an abortion? You know, now if he had had, and he didn't come anywhere near this because he was the only one of the nine justices saying this. And neither of the parties in dispute, i.e., the state of Mississippi or the, um, the Jackson Women's Health Organization and their abortionists, or by the way, there was a third party involved, the Biden administration. They they argued in this. I mean, we should put that up on the board in just a minute. We'll explain that. Oh, but they had I'm, to throw their two cents. They had in. to throw their two cents. <laughs> but the point I'm making is nobody among all these people was advocating for what roberts said that we let's find some middle of the road position what they were saying uh, and the other side said hey listen you have a choice here either strike down the mississippi law otherwise you're completely striking down Roe and casey they oh, said really? they said there's no middle ground huh yeah so
1: roberts wanted the middle ground and the pro boards didn't want the middle ground.
0: if he that's right if he had, if he had somehow gotten four others to agree with him, right, we would have had a new standard. Apparently, where Casey had the undue burden standard, okay, right. but they still held to the viability line. Um, Roberts would have introduced apparently what would have been a reasonable opportunity standard. This if a woman has a reasonable opportunity to get right. an abortion, that's enough. Now, here's one of the problems with this. He said, you know, let's leave till another day. The question of actually reversing Roe and Casey. But what the majority pointed out was, hey, that other day
1: is here would be
0: coming pretty quickly after this because, you know, okay, you hold a 15 week limit. Well, what about the states that have passed the 12 week limit?
1: What about the heartbeat?
0: That's in the heartbeat. It's six weeks. So that's going to get what they're saying is that's going to quickly reach our desk
1: after this. What people have to realize when when the Supreme Court accepted Dobbs, it put a freeze on all these other cases, didn't it? At, at the federal level, that was still percolating. Uh, in
0: regard to abortion, the yes. judges, the judges are the judges we're, we're saying, said, "Well, hold on, hold on, yeah, yeah.
1: we're going to wait for Dobbs." Sure. Before we decide this case, sure,
0: because they know that they're they're responsible for applying for ver- vertical vertical precedent, as exactly. it's called. Yeah. So,
1: you know, that's why this case was so important. And that's why, like you, the point you just made, the the justices were saying, no, we can't wait, because if we if we somehow do what Robbins wanted, like uh, but the next court, will have the heart. Uh, the twelve challenge weeks and uh, this uh, challenge and this challenge. Of course, it never
0: it's never. Well, ending. first
1: of all, they're very aware of all these other cases on abortion that are percolating throughout the other federal of courts. Of course, they yeah. know. Yeah. So, looking at that landscape, they were saying, well, you know. We have to bite the bullet and deal with this now. That's
0: exactly right. Yes. And that was yeah. the
1: attitude. They were strong enough to say, it's time to bite the bullet. And Roberts was like, eh, no, please don't, not yet." Yeah, You know, whenever we did it or they did it, <clears throat> you were going to have the conflict we have right now. Yeah. Because people don't even understand Roe v. Wade very few come on father you and i with all the talks we give all over the country and all the programs we do don't we still when you say abortion is legal through all nine months of pregnancy according to roe v wade most people go huh really yeah yes yeah. and the viability standard is another like shaking ground because oh very when roe was decided viability back then was all the way at 28 weeks yeah now it's down about what 22 23 yeah, yeah. so and that will continue to change so that's not steady ground either. Right? No,
0: it's yeah. not steady ground, and it doesn't have any constitutional basis. And it's it's uh, furthermore, it was brought in at the last minute in the Roe v. Wade decision. Right. And you know what? Ultimately, and when I say the last minute, I mean really, literally, just about the last minute. Well, the whole decision
1: was written. The decision me- was written. They,
0: the they, was written. they were tending towards drawing the line after the first trimester. That's where they were going and then there was a memo circulated among the justices in december of 72 that's one month before the decision was issued
1: right
0: one month before the decision was issued in row they started you know talking about circulating this memo about maybe we should move the de- the decisive line to to viability and you know what the reason ultimately was you can see it in these memos well you know some women are going to be um ambivalent and they're going to be uncertain and uh we ought to give them more time to get an abortion now what does that have to do with the constitution viability the viability rule it's amazing because the other side argues oh it's a principled rule and you ask them well why is viability the point where Uh, uh, only is the point where only then does the state have a compelling interest to protect the baby. Oh, well, because that's the point at which the baby has a reasonable chance of surviving outside the womb. And constitutional uh, commentators have said that mistakes uh, a definition for a syllogism. In other words, if you say the reason why I'm drawing the line at viability is because that's when the child can survive outside the womb, you didn't give a reason. All you did was give a definition of what viability is. But what we want to know is, why is that the point, and only that, that the constitutional right of the state to ban abortion comes into play? Right. There's no reason. Then and, yeah. and see, this is one of the big weaknesses of Roe. As we go through this opinion, we're going to see how they argue. One of the key arguments is Roe was very weak in its reasoning. And this is one of the examples of that weakness. And Casey was similarly weak. See, Casey reaffirmed Roe, but it didn't bolster its reasoning. In fact, it shied away from its reasoning because right. they realized this is and, garbage. And, you
1: know, Father, and, Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself. Yes. Even though she was pro-abortion justice, she thought Roe was badly yes, written it exactly. it wasn't good law because it wasn't. She, yeah. she herself said, uh, "You know." And that's why these groups, these radical groups, that are picketing, saying Ruth sent us. The last thing Ruth Bader Ginsburg would be was be sending you to the justice's yeah. homes. This was
0: she was one of many people who agreed with the conclusion. In other words, the abortion should be legal, but wasn't too happy about the reasoning.
1: Well, no, I think she saw all the 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 weakness of it, and and that's what she saw. One day it could fall. Because of the weaknesses, I think.
0: Because of the weaknesses of the reasoning, yeah. That's right. There was no principle. The other side, they, oh, it's a principled principled line to draw as viability. Yeah. Uh, based on what principle, you know? And, right. and that's what the justices were getting at.
1: Well, and then, you know, right now, Father, in the news, uh, the other big thing is we have uh, Susan Collins and one or two others who are saying that Kavanaugh and Barrett lied to them. You know, during the hearings when uh, they were a- they said they were asked, for, you know, does uh, precedent matter and would you uphold things and all
0: that? Well, let's look at that. I mean, what, should I go to the board here sure. and maybe just put a thing? Yeah, because I saw that, too. And of course, we were listening very carefully when we were going through those um, confirmation hearings for right. Kavanaugh, for, uh, well, right. for Gorsuch and for Barrett. We were listening very carefully about what they were going to say. Oh, and the ridiculous father
1: on the left, you know, some of the extremists there, they're saying we should impeach them for lying. That's well,
0: this is you know, this goes to the 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 track that these people are on goes to show, brothers and sisters, that they've got no basis for uh for this. They've got no basis at all for what their position is. So so the justices are asked, what about Roe? Now judicial ethics demands and you jenny you mentioned ruth bader ginsburg you know she right. made this clear katanji brown jackson the the newest one that was confirmed well, she, couldn't even she tell made, made woman this was, clear remember? yeah but the point <laughs> is that the judicial ethics says you can't comment on how you might judge
1: a particular case Right? Of a
0: particular case. Why not? Because you're
1: trying to predict the future, Father. You're yes, trying to not say, only that. Whatever thing came before me, no matter what this said, I would do this. That, it's trying to, right? It, yeah,
0: and if you were to say that, right. you're being unfair to the parties who might come before the court with a dispute. Right. Because you're tipping your hat ahead of time. You're saying how you might judge. First of all, you don't know the facts. Cases that come before a court are based on the specific facts of the case. So you have to wait till you have the facts of that case. Right. And it's only in fairness to the parties involved. You can't say in advance. So if anyone expected them to say, I will uphold Roe or I will uh, oppose Roe, they're asking them to cross a line, an ethical line. So they did not cross that ethical line. What they said was what we could have all said, which is that it's undeniable that Roe, okay, is precedent. All that means is that the court decided in a particular way on abortion and various other cases after that reaffirmed the precedent. Now, Roe is precedent. Right. Uh, Is that the same thing as saying, I oppose it or I would judge against it or I uphold it or I would judge for it? That is not to say that because we all know that precedent can be reversed right and
1: well brown versus board of education is a big one there
0: one yes there and every justice has voted at one time or another in one case or another every justice has voted to overturn precedent every one of them so this this nonsense that oh they lied is nothing but nonsense. It's it's it's, uh, it's how, not
1: uh, knowing what the whole thing is about to begin with, yeah. and just bantering around a bunch of dialogue, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. unbelievable.
1: Um, no, these
0: people are unbelievable. <laughs> they they have they have no basis for upholding Roe, Casey, or abortion.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I think we've set a good groundwork here as a beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> with
0: yeah, we're going to go through it's, section by section this do, this know, week.
1: Instance, is this whole week? You are going to get <laughs> Supreme Court education like 101 here. And Father Frank, I have to tell you, he, he's even better than me. I mean, he's, you know, he's read all the decision already. He But he read all the briefs, everything. So he, he's like the expert. But you know what the most important thing, I think, Father, I want to remind everyone is you better be taking out your notepad and taking <laughs> notes during these sessions because you need the talk. And then Father is also going to write uh, little fact sheets for you. Okay, we're gonna get those up online once we do the classes. So you're gonna be empowered with being able to have those discussions. Mm. Uh, you know, because some people I know they're telling me, "Oh, I'm snoozing a few people on Facebook because I just can't take all this like bantering." Because some of them don't even know what's going on; they don't want the you know the truth about the whole thing. Yeah. But I just want to remind Father everyone before we go: if you do want to read something that's gonna help you with the dialogue, wouldn't you agree, Father? My new book. Everything you need to know about abortion for teens. I wrote it for teens, but guess what? The adults need it now <laughs> with all this talk going on. And in the middle, Father, of course, as you know, we have pictures of the unborn baby starting at seven weeks. It's like the little baby album. So this is a great tool for you to use, brothers and sisters. Right now, we're all just, talk- everyone's finally talking about abortion. So if you go to abortionandteens.com, uh, I will personally autograph and personalize a book for you abortionandteens.com. Well, Father, I think they'll join us again tomorrow night where we are brothers and sisters. Father is going to take a deep dive starting tomorrow night. And we're going to even take questions from you, our audience. So store up all your questions. And every night from now, Monday through Friday this week, we are diving into the Dobbs decision for you. So, Father, closing remark before we go.
0: Roe has been overturned. Uh, And no longer is the court putting an obstacle, brothers and sisters, in the way of you and me working with our legislators to protect the babies in the womb. No longer. And what we're going to see, Janet, in the coming days, we already see it, the trigger laws are taking effect. That's
1: right.
0: And the injunctions are going to be lifted on those laws that have been tied up in court over this recent year, at least, Uh while Dobbs was being decided. So uh, the protection of the unborn is advancing fast and furious during these very days.
1: Well, until we talk to you again tomorrow night, this is Janet Moran, Executive Director, Father Frank Pavone, National Director. God bless. Have a good evening.